0: you're here with red beans and rice yeah that's right red beans and rice i'm red beans and this is rice hello (laughs) so sean have you ever been hurt by something that you can't see um yeah sure i guess uh electricity getting shocked you've been electrocuted oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) what happened
1: um it hurts does a quick little zap It definitely uh, surprises you. Yeah.
0: I was changing out the um, baseboard, electric baseboard uh, switches to turn them on, right? And so I turned the power off. I'm like, I can do this. So I change them out. And then I went to put it back in the wall. But I'm like, wait, let me make sure it works before I, like, put all this thing back in the wall and screwed <laughs> up. So I go, turn the power on, go back upstairs, turn it on. It works. I'm like, awesome. And I think in my head – I should probably go down and turn the power off and now put it back in the wall. And I thought, eh. Yeah. No. All I have, <laughs> to, do, all I have to do is just put it in the wall. That's it. And so I'm sitting here trying to finagle. You know how you have all the wires sticking out you're trying to get them in? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, just me just get stick my finger. Boom! <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. I jolted back and just... I was walking around in circles more awake <laughs> than I've ever been. Like it was it was it was a weird feeling was that the uh
1: first time you've been electrocuted
0: uh no actually <laughs> and see i knew to be careful cuz i know my history <laughs> the first time i really got a jolt was when i was changing the battery to my car and I'm like, I got this, okay. So I like, get the tool to unscrew the terminals and I connected the oh. terminals with the wrench. Oh and yeah. it was all metal. And so yeah. I was just like spinning, spin, boop.
1: Oh, I've <laughs> seen um there's stories about people that have necklaces on that it arcs through their oh. skin and it just literally melts right into their neck. Like Yeah. So it's yeah. probably not good. That'd be bad. I remember when I was about I think I was like maybe like eight or nine. We were living in Germany, and it had a metal spiral staircase, and my dad had asked me to plug in a fan. And over there, they use like 220 volt, I think uh-huh. the standard instead of the 110. But uh, I was plugging in the fan for him, and I was holding on to the metal <laughs> spiral staircase just because it was kind of behind the couch. And that was the first time being electrocuted, and I thought my dad had smacked me in the back of the head. So oh, I yeah. remember looking like almost want to cry, and I look up at him, and he's just paying attention to the TV. Oh, he didn't, didn't out, even notice? He didn't even <laughs> notice. And that was the first time. And it was just a quick, quick zap, you know, but that was the first time.
0: <laughs> it's funny how quick it can happen. Yeah. It's been and, like, <laughs> and but like powerful it is, it, you know, I wondered if I was going to have any sort of like superpower after <laughs> it. <laughs> Everything was normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I guess that proves, you know, even if you can't see it, it can still hurt you. So I think about in the spiritual side, what can't we see that's all around us? You know, and I've often said if, if God were to lift the spiritual veil off of our eyes yeah. to what, and, and if we could only see what's going around us us spiritually i I mean we would be blown away we probably wouldn't even be able to to comprehend it
1: i think it would be really scary you know what i mean to to be able to see i'm kind of glad we can't see all of it you know well i mean
0: in you know the spiritual warfare is real so you know if you see would you see angels literally battling with demons um you know when we're praying for a hedge of protection around our house and over our children and stuff Yeah, I mean I'm praying that that God would surround our house, you know, with angels and um because it is real. You know, look at this verse. Uh this is Ephesians chapter six, uh, verse eleven. It says, Put on the full armor of God, so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Now right off the bat he's saying, put on the full armor. Well, when do you wear armor? Yeah, when you are going to battle. Yeah. Know. So right off the bat, it's telling you we're at war. Yeah. So put on the full armor so you can stand against the schemes of the devil. Verse 12 says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That would be physical, what we can see, right? It says, but against the rulers, against the powers, and against the world forces of this darkness. These are powers of darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Now, Pastor Ron, he's always told us when you see the word therefore in scripture, you ask yourself, what is it there for? Yeah. And the answer is usually in the verse prior to it. So it's saying in verse thirteen, therefore take up the full armor of God. That's the second time it's saying to yeah. put on the armor of God. Why? Because just before that, in verse twelve, it says, Because our struggle is against it's not against flesh and blood, but against powers of darkness, against spiritual forces of of wickedness yeah. so people want to scoff and say you know oh i don't believe or you know demons aren't real or they're EG- the ouija board and things like that are just games but you know they're not it's it's powers of darkness man so
1: and i remember a long time ago you had uh, actually when we, were around, we first met maybe a couple months after you had said something about um you know uh, uh spiritual warfare and i kind of was like ah yeah i think i understand you know yeah. but, um but totally different than what I expected. I mean, you truly—you um, see it all the time with other people. And like I told you about that one encounter with the guy at work. Yeah. Um, you see it. You know. You see it. Start seeing it happen. That's why they say you have uh, your responsibilities higher. Ed, the more you learn, the more you know.
0: You know. It is. You'll be held accountable for. For what you know, and people want to claim ignorance and say, "Oh well, if I don't believe it, then it doesn't exist." And the yeah, wind doesn't
1: know. exist too, though, right?
0: <laughs> right? I can't see that. Just if you want to sit there and say, "I don't believe in the wind," I don't believe in the wind. It doesn't make the wind any any less real. It
1: has a lot of uh, purposes. You know, it can do a lot of damage. Or it does it pollen around the world? You know, it has a lot of purpose.
0: Yeah, which that actually reminds me of the Holy Spirit, be like yeah. the wind, because you see, you don't see the Holy Spirit. But you feel its effects, yeah. and you see its work around you. Yeah. You know, Definitely. You got something for us on how we overcome these powers of darkness? Well, I was um, reading earlier
1: today, and I came across uh, John 12, uh, 35. But anyways, it says, uh, Jesus replied, My light will shine for you just a little longer. Walk in the light while you still can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in darkness see cannot see where they're going put your trust in the light while there is still time then you will become children of the light
0: man that's it right there yeah put your trust in the light trust yeah in the light and if you're not walking in the light you're walking in the darkness yeah
1: you think about it um you know if you're in a dark room and you're looking for the doorknob man you're you're totally Um, that's a scary feeling. Yeah. It's almost like you're drowning, but you just, you're touching the walls. You're looking for something to grab onto anything and you could grab onto something really dangerous in the dark. Yeah. You know? Um, but if the light's on, you know exactly where to go, man, you Mm -hmm. walk straight to the door and straight to, you know, whatever you need to do. Um,
0: but yeah, man, that's true. It's just, um, some people like, I mean, if, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you're walking in darkness. Yeah and it there's no in between it's not like you can be in a dimly lit room and so you're still walking in darkness and walking with jesus like you're either in the light or in the darkness you know
1: i remember one of the first things you explained to me when i met you before was about how nothing good comes from the dark yeah you know and i started thinking about it like logically like eh, you know and i thought about it it's like you're right what What good happens in the dark? Is that something that's hidden? Why do people hide things? You know. Yeah. Um. Because it's not. They know it's wrong. You know. Um.
0: And that reminds me when we were a couple Sundays ago, we were talking about. I guess it was in is in Peter, and he talks about that uh, when things get really bad, the people will riot in the daytime, (laughs) because typically people you know riot in the darkness. Yeah. Because you know it's like. Like you said, everything happens in the dark. They just had a rally in D.C., and everything was peaceful during the day. And as soon as darkness came, uh, it, it wasn't peaceful anymore. Mm. Let's see if I can find that verse.
1: You know, it's funny that you had mentioned you were reading Peter because I was too the other day.
0: Um, Here it is, Second Peter, chapter two, um, verse thirteen. It says. They count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. They are stains and blemishes, reveling in their deceptions as they carouse with you, having eyes full of adultery that never cease from sin, enticing unstable souls, having a heart trained in greed, accursed children, forsaking the right way. They have gone astray and followed the way of Balaam, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. And that's just showing you, like, how far the people had fallen under the teaching of uh really false teachers,
1: yeah there 's a lot of stuff that I was reading on that uh the false teachers it could come from all kinds of sides, you know most people think that it's just a pastor or somebody like that, but a false teacher could be anybody. It could be a, a friend that you have that is um teaching way of life or teaching you um, things and how to do things that are are pulling you astray, anything that 's pulling you away from the word of God you know that 's why it's so important to discern. Um, you know, they say test everything. You know, it, does, it doesn't mean just test your pastor. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, well it's, and what you're receiving, is it in the light? Right. Is it of God or is it of darkness? Cause like we said, there's no in between. So where you're pulling from, you know, you gotta, you gotta check your source.
1: Yeah, the counterfeit, um, you know, like you had mentioned before the, um, counterfeit teachings too, you know, the things yeah. are, are masked as like they're coming from God. Um,
0: well, that settles it for today, Sean. We've discovered that yeah. what you can't see can hurt you, both in the physical realm, whether it's electricity uh, or the spiritual realm, the powers of darkness. So we pray that would encourage you uh to walk in the light yeah. as he is in the light. And if you haven't already, to trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so you can walk in the light.